Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And and it occurred to me earlier that, that we do that, and, and people people might be confused. Especially yeah, if they're I'm new to Gino. the show. Because they, they have to put together that... Uh, that one of us is Gino and the other is John. Instead, we could just be like, "I'm not Ed, and I'm not Bob." Uh, we can start Ed. doing that. That's fine. <laughs> just make up different names each week. Yeah, we can start doing that. That's fine. I think our one listener knows us. I guess that's true. Harvey. Harvey. Google Podcast Bot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, we appreciate him. We really do. Yes, all the downloads. I guess actually, technically, they don't have genders, so I appreciate Z. Z. Z or Zay. But um, yeah, I suppose we should uh, we should do a show, uh, episode eleven. Yeah, woo! Double ones. We've made it. They say that if you can do 11 podcasts, then you'll be able to do, like, 100. Okay. So. you realize how many 100 podcasts is going to be for us, like, every other week? Yeah. It's going to be, like, three years. Is that how that works out? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm bad at math. No, I have no idea. I think it's, like, four years. <laughs> is it four years? If there's... Fifty-two weeks a year, and we do every other week. There's twenty-six weeks, twenty-six podcasts a year. Yeah, let's turn this into the math show. The math show. Yeah, media math show. Math Monday show. Let's not blow our title that early. Okay. Anyway, uh, we should we can hit the news. Yeah. Uh, since we talked about all these cancellations, we should probably mention that uh, Lucifer got saved by Netflix. It did, it did. I saw a few people that were really happy about that. I've not seen the show or anything. Um, no. Is, is it based on the book, I, Lucifer? No. It's based on the comic. Um, the Sandman comic? Oh, yeah. I've not actually read any of those. I, I'm, I'm a bad comic book reader, I guess. I haven't either. I think I've read maybe one. Because Neil Gaiman, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I've read one. And I've not gotten around to it. But I've read all of his other books, so I feel as though I'm not, you know, horrible. But, yeah, the same, I, I've just never gotten into it. I've either never had them available or not had interest at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It's supposed to be based on that, but it's it's kind of a procedural crime thing where he he uses his devil powers to solve crime. Yeah. But um, I don't know. They're on. This will be season four that's picked up by Netflix. Yeah, yeah. If if you're able to go three seasons and be canceled and then picked up by something else, it's got to be good, right? Yeah. And I think I think Fox is just canceling these shows that aren't. That aren't Fox shows, so then they're going to sell off Fox. And I, I just think it's going to be all Republican all the time, and Lucifer's too left. <laughs> no, it's definitely got to be related to them trying to sell things. 
Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a matter of like it's cost effective, effective and everything. Just cut these shows loose and yeah. all that. And uh, speaking of that, um, just thought we should probably mention that the the Comcast trying to outbid Disney for Fox stuff. Yeah, and. Uh, their 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 bid is an all cash bid of like sixty one billion dollars or something like that. Yeah. Compared to fifty four stock option things. I, I don't know. I think I'd take the stock. Stock in Disney has got to be worth a lot. Yeah. That's well. I mean, it's still fifty four billion dollars compared to sixty. You can you can buy sixty one billion dollars in stock in Disney with sixty one billion dollars cash. I don't know. Maybe. Don't they just take Disney bucks? Disney bucks. Like, you have to have one of those those armbands. Yeah, you got to get the, one of those go through, go through the fast pass. Yeah. In order to be able to get Buy stock off Disney stock. Yeah. Got to have that Mickey money. Oh um, now I'm now I'm imagining that 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 milf money song, but like, you got that Mickey money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, we can get some Donald Dollars. Donald Dollars. I didn't realize I had so many, like, you know, Disney-related cash puns. But. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, what what do you think about Comcast outbidding Disney, though? Like, that, I think they've made the enemy for life. From Disney? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're but, like, dead Disney now. Um, I don't know. I feel like all the the Marvel Cinematic Universe fans are all like, "No, give us back our X Men." Yeah, yeah. Um, I I would not be surprised if uh, Comcast bought that stuff as to have bargaining chips for other stuff later on. Maybe. Like, hey, we'll give you we'll give you the X Men universe in exchange for. I don't know. Frozen. Stage for Frozen? Yeah. Uh, oh. But they're keeping Deadpool. I uh I played this this board game last night. Uh it's called Chinatown. Okay. And Is it based on the movie? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. Well then why are we talking about it at a Media Monday show? Um uh, it's it's related to I'm echoing now. If you okay. it seemed like you were turning things up. No, okay. Not echoing. Anyway. Um it's related to bargaining chips and wheeling and dealing. Like the game is like you get you get properties over each round and then the goal is to uh get adjacent properties and build buildings on them to get like a collection of buildings. And okay. and then the rest of the game is just wheeling and dealing with everyone else to trade things around to get what you want. It's like the so, best part of Monopoly. I was about to say, it sounds like Monopoly without like the whole rolling around the board and going to jail. Yeah. And it's, it's fun, but I'm terrible at it. Well, I'm not the best it, at negotiating. Yeah. You use like real life stuff. I'll cook dinner for you. I uh, 
we were playing with other people, so uh, it was it's it's probably not appropriate for me to. Add. I, I did ask if I could offer like sexual favors, and <laughs> and they were like, well, <laughs> I guess you could <laughs> put it on the table, Gina. We never know. <laughs> but um. Yeah, and then like I was all, uh, like, I was like I need to get this so I have a bargaining chip against Becca, and that's what made me think of all this is you were all like Comcast is just trying to get bargaining chips against Disney. Yeah, I, I really like think that's give us Hulu and we'll give you all of your Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff back. That's right. I don't know. Anyway, it it'll, we'll all be Disney. We'll we'll all be part of the corporation eventually. <laughs> yes. All hell Disney and our mouse old overlord. Mouse overlord. Yeah. I I don't know. It could be better than other governmental options. I don't know. As litigious as they are, like just us talking about things in their podcast, they'd be like, we need to monetize this and then get a portion of it. Right. Because well, that's what they did with... Uh, um, that's what they did with like YouTube and stuff. They wanna, if they wanna monetize us. I'm cool with that. If we get a portion of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because I haven't really monetized us. Unless you wanna, oh, oh, do we have a Patreon? Create a Patreon right now. We'll pause this. Uh. Right, Monday show Patreon. That way we can no, see I've, in dollars how many people don't listen. Right, to us. I've. I've I've seen so many Patreons that just sit there with nothing that I, I'm, I'm afraid to make one. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could do a GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Yes. Those... All we have to do is come up with a fictitious product we never intend to bring out. Yes. Do a Kickstarter? Ooh, Media Monday. No, that Kickstarter, they actually expect results. Yes, that's true. Indiegogo and GoFundMe and everything. You don't actually have to produce anything. We could do Media Monday shoes. Okay. And like, what they'll do is they'll allow you to dance like your favorite movies. <laughs> I've had the time of my life. That's right, that's right. Or, you know, singing in the rain, but you have to supply your own puddles. Yes. Oh, also Which the shoes is... are not waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time they send a puddle nearby, they just make you run directly for it and jump in. The music starts to play, and as soon as you jump in, I'm seeing... And then you have to buy a new set. Yes. And be mad about wet socks. That's right. And also, that little child that was playing in the puddle should have gotten out of the way. They heard the music. All right. We should probably jump into the new releases. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darren Brown has a new thing coming out on Uh, Netflix. Uh... Have you are you familiar with his stuff at all? Yeah, he's he's that mentalist kind of a guy. I, I like him all right, but um, he's he's taken a little bit beyond. Like I'm just doing tricks to I'm really special. Okay, so this this and, miracle show is what it's called. Uh, it's it's referring to like faith healing kind of stuff like that, and it's like he's he's making fun of it by doing it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm okay with that, but like he he was saying how he predicted um, like the lottery numbers and how he can hypnotize people and 
do all this kind of stuff, and they're just tricks. Yeah. But he, the way he presents it, it's like he's got these special abilities. Okay. Who are you and to say so, he doesn't? What's that? I said, who are you to say he doesn't? I, I'm aware of the universe and the fact that, you know, magic doesn't actually exist. Oh, and also, okay. Pendulette calls him a you know, bullshit artist, too. Fair enough. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go. I'll I'll default to Pendulette. All right. Um. So yeah, you gonna watch that magic special? Uh, I might. I mean, I liked uh, the idea of uh, the push much better than I like this idea of miracle. Yeah. Like you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's um. Where they they convince somebody to push somebody off a building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that idea a lot better than I like this faith healing sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, programming is a real thing. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the KGB, they programmed me to be a sleeper. That's why I'm not allowed near the president. <laughs> well, you just ruined our podcast for... I, I know, it's flagged for all kinds of things now. At least we'll have more listeners. It's official. <laughs> They're all the NSA. That's right. Spiking hey, downloads. Hey, hey, Ralph. Hey, Megan. All right. Listen. So, uh, moving on, more Netflix stuff. Uh, there's a show called Kiss Me First. Uh, yeah, I have no idea about this This one. show is um, it's a British show. And, oh, so that's the potential for being good. Um, it is. Uh, there's a girl who's uh, way into this virtual reality game. And she meets somebody in the game that shows her, like, the dark side of the game. And, like, her friends in the game start getting killed in real life. And they're, like, trying to figure things out. Okay. Isn't there, like, a movie that's kind of like that, where they end up playing a game? What's that? You mean Ready Player One? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. So this is Ready Player One, the show. Yeah, I don't know. Um, It looks kind of pretty. It does not have the, the, quite the CGI that Ready Player One did, though, so it's, it's, it's not as, not quite as pretty as... It could be for well, a movie. It's Netflix. It's not like they're going to have near as much of a budget, let alone right. Steven Spielberg as the director. And I think I think originally this was like a, a BBC show or something like that instead of a, a Netflix show. It, it's being distributed by Netflix. Okay, yeah. Well, they do have that mad Doctor Who money. Uh, it's made by the same people who did uh, Skins. Okay, I'll, I'll probably pass then. It, I'm not the correct demographic then. Yeah. And then um, there's a Australian show, I think it is, called Secret City. I haven't heard of this one either. Um, it has the girl from the IT crowd, I think. Okay, I've actually not seen IT crowd. I've seen the first episode. Uh, let's see here. Ah, and um, what's it about? I read this earlier. Let's see here. Uh, 
see, amid rising tensions between China and America, senior political journalist Harriet Dunklev, Dunkley? Dunkley? Yeah, okay. Dunkley. That sounds more British. Okay. Uncovers a secret city of interlocked conspiracies, putting innocent lives in danger, including her own. Uh, mystery, thriller, sort of. Uh, apparently this show already has, like they aired from 2016 to 2018. And I don't know if they're doing like a, a one season or both seasons or whatever on Netflix, but apparently it's this show's already, it's just being put out by Netflix now for the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, then there's uh, Netflix original Cooking on High. Yeah, it's the first cooking show that takes place in Colorado, right? Does it take place in Colorado? I have no clue, but I do know they, uh, they are they cooking while using cannabis or are they cooking yes. with cannabis? Uh, probably both. Okay, it's, it's <laughs> probably, like, probably. It's uh, it's basically Iron Chef, where the main can- main ingredient is cannabis. Yeah, yeah. And so that that'll be fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So those are the new things from Netflix over the next couple weeks. Um. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not particularly excited about any of them. Yeah. I, I, I'm like what's cooking on high. I, I might watch... I See, I really like cooking competition shows. You should watch Cooking I, on High just so you can learn how to make things. I guess. I guess. I so, just... So I don't you know. have access to product. I do. I do. Me living in Colorado and everything. Uh, apparently, there's a... Uh, the, the city I live in, it is... It goes by city by city, whether or not they will have dispensaries. Okay. And we do not have dispensaries here in the city. There's like... I found one that had a really nice ice cream place right next door, and it's just a 10-minute drive. But apparently there's one that's just literally right outside of the city limits. Like, it is it is basically in the city. Like, you can see it from the shopping mall. Okay. And so, like, it's it's within, like, 10 minutes of my house, too. So I, I have very easy access to it. I haven't been into dispensary yet. Um, I don't know if I want to be put on the list yet. Okay. There's a list? Yeah, probably. I mean, why not? Okay. If I was the federal government, I'd watch everybody walking into these. All right. Moving on to uh, Amazon shows. There's an animated uh, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. Is it going to be a television series or is it just going to be a collection of movies? Because they have a collection of movies. Uh, I think it's a series. Um, let's see here. Because they've, they've had a lot of, uh, if you give a mouse a cookie, it's like the Christmas special. If you give a pig a pancake, or throw a pig a party, that's it. No, it is a TV show. In the first season, we get to know mouse, pig, moose, dog, and cat, and their favorite humans. Uh-huh. When, when mouse and friends get together, one thing always leads to another in the most unexpected ways. You just never know when things will end up. But you can be sure that if Mouse and Friends go on an adventure together, then they will just have to have fun the whole time. Yeah. Um, See, this looks I, I have trouble. Too, too small for your kids. Yeah. Well, the I thing don't know. Is it also, says TVY, TVY7. I just, I have issue with these kinds of stories where it's, at some point you can just say, no, I'm not going to give you the shit, Mouse. You're a mouse. <laughs> You don't get to call all the shots. 
I'm the boss. I'm the human. You're relying on me to get you this milk. Be appreciative that I gave you a cookie. I shouldn't have given you that too. I mean, they, they become just big stories based upon, like, why you shouldn't do this. Okay. Like, that's not the way it's actually presented, but that's the, that's the message I get out of it. <laughs> but, yeah. You, you've got a fire stick. It's probably going to pop up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the kids will probably be very interested and ask to watch it. And I'll actually probably let them watch it. We've seen a lot of the other If You Give a Mouse movies. Okay. And they like them. They like them all right. All right. And it's not it's not as bad as Curious George. Nothing's as bad as Curious George. Oh, Max and Ruby. <laughs> Max and Ruby is a story about two bunny rabbits, an older sister bunny rabbit who is let's say 10 on the outside and Max, which is a 2-year-old shit, who just always says, "Give me that" or "I want that" or something along those lines. And he just causes nothing but trouble for this poor 10-year-old girl. Okay. And it's like, where are their parents? Max needs to be skinned and cooked. He needs to be put into a pie. <laughs> I cannot stand Max and Ruby. It's the new uh, Ramona and Beezus, basically. Okay. And do your kids want to watch this? They, we have a DVD of it that I actually threw into the trash. Because it was between that and donate it. And it's like, I'm not going to force this on another family. <laughs> so I threw it in the trash. But they like the show. But I won't let them watch it. Okay. Because I don't have to give my mice cookies. Nice. They can ask for the cookies and I will simply say no. Alright. Amazon also has a very English scandal. Yeah. Which uh, apparently if you're if you're not English... Um, you're probably not familiar with this scandal? No, I'm completely unaware of anything happening in the 1970s in Britain. Right. So, um, but yeah. Uh, it has, uh, Hugh Grant. And, um... Is it, is it a movie? Or is it a television series? I think it's a movie? Yeah, Hugh Grant leans me towards movie. Uh, season one, it says, so no, it's oh. a series. Okay. And, um, yeah. Let me see if it'll show me how many episodes. It might be like a miniseries kind of thing. Does not tell me. It's not out yet, so. Okay. I... I don't know. I might watch something like that. I don't know. I won't. But I mean, it sounds kind of cool. Like uh, the, the what is it? The, the Liberal Party leader uh, being charged with conspiracy to commit murder for somebody he attempted to kill because he had an affair with them. Like that. That sounds all exciting and stuff. But it's British, so it's going to be a lot. Oh of yeah, yeah, it's going to be a <laughs> lot of people talking. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's the way they do. It's going to be Hugh Grant going, well, I had an affair. And I'm, uh, it's the 70s and I'm in a political leader, so I must have you killed. That's right. <laughs> him stumbling all over himself, being very adorable while he does it, too. Yes. 
Uh, let's see here. Nothing new from Hulu. Uh, the next big Hulu thing is uh, at the end of next month, there's Castle Rock. Um, if you're, it's, it's J.J. Abrams and, uh... Nope. <laughs> and, uh, Stephen King. Nope. Nope. Oh, definitely not, then. No, no. No? Nope. Stephen King's, his, his short stories translate very well, but I think his longer stuff does it. And J.J. Abrams, The Bad Robot, they cannot do television series. <laughs> they just cannot. All right. They have these huge overarching stories that'll take like 40 seasons to be able to truly do what they want to, but they get canceled after six, if that. I mean, do you remember The Revolution? Yes. Yeah, that was a bad robot production. Yeah, it was. And that is a perfect example of it. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are still riding on the coattails of Lost, and they just should not. We should be able to refund all of that credit that we gave them. They make good movies, I have to say. The movies are good. So, like... television series, no. So, like, you don't think the... Like, given the the full amount of time they need to flesh out the series, that it's good? Or... No, I think that what they do is they have something that they can probably create a tight four-season story arc with. But every season, they keep adding more... Questions. They keep adding more universe to it, and they will never, ever get around to finishing it. They do not know how to conclude a, ser- a story. Okay. Or at least an original story, which is what the television shows usually are. Yeah. While their movies are usually uh, pre-existing properties. Yeah, yes, that's true. And- and so those come off as a little bit more concluded. It's less mystery box and more entertainment. Um, let's see here. Moving on to some traditional TV things. Yeah. Uh, Yellowstone is a series on the Paramount Channel. Yeah, I, can't, I keep forgetting. What is Paramount again? Uh, Paramount Channel is what Spike TV was and... Yeah, they were they were Esquire or something for a while there, weren't they? Uh, no. Um, G Four TV became Esquire. Okay. Um, but no, Spike TV has become Paramount Channel. Okay. So Kevin Costner has a show. Yeah, Kevin Costner is a rancher. Okay. And like he runs into issues with like the. The, the Native Americans and the... Oh, does he uh, dance with some wolves? He might. <laughs> Wait, does he deliver the mail? Uh, no. Okay, does he... Uh, oh, oh. Uh, does he have a farm and then he decides that a part of his farm he needs to cut down and build a baseball diamond? It's more like he has a ranch and some of his cows he needs to, like, mow over and... Have a rugby pit. Okay, rugby pit. Got it, got it. Oh, 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 and then all of a sudden the world floods. Yes. And you become some sort of fish man. I, I hear that's what it's like in, like, Nebraska, is that sometimes... Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. He's, he's a rancher, so at one point his son will develop superpowers and be totally able to save his life when a tornado is coming his way. And he's going to be like, no, 
You're a terrible son. Just let me die. I don't know what you're referencing there. Superman. Superman? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was he was Clark oh, Kent's okay. father. That's right. Yeah. I forgot he was in that. It, rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah, rightfully so. <laughs> like it wasn't a bad performance. It was just a bad movie. All right. Um, yeah, he was the father that he let die. Let's see here. Uh, take two on ABC, which is 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 hilarious because it's named Take Two. Um, did you did you read the little blurb? It's from the creators of Castle. Okay. And it has uh, Rachel Bilson, who she's cute. Was um, that the the female lead of Castle? No. Oh, I have no idea who that is. Uh, what has she been in? Let me look her up. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, I, I know her face. I know she, um, she was in, uh, the to-do list. Remember that movie with, uh, Aubrey Plaza? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was she the was older born... sister. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I... She was fine in that. Yeah. Um, and she was... So, wait, the concept of this show is basically if Castle wrote books and those books were made into a television series and she was the actress playing in those television series, this is where it takes off? Basically, I guess. I don't know. Like it's it's not related to Castle at all, but it's it's from the it creators of like Castle, and and it's an actress who who played who played a cop in a cop show. Yeah, who is shadowing a private detective to prepare for a new role. I mean, I think they're writing themselves into a box. A six-season box? Pavilion, but it just did not strike me as something they could get as many seasons as they got out of it. Right. Because they had like 20 seasons out of Castle, didn't they? I don't know. It was a lot. I mean, or is it still going? No, it's done. Okay, it's done. Okay. But anyway, like, when I saw Castle, like, I was like, oh, well, they'll get, like, a few seasons out of that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they, they got going, like seven, eight. Kept going. How many did they have? Uh, I think uh, it eight, eight, eight seasons. Eight seasons. Wow, I would have given them about half of that. You're right, and that's being generous. But I guess what do I know? And then uh, I thought I'd mention uh, Double Dare is returning to Nickelodeon. Do they have Scott Summers or Mark Summers? Mark Summers. No, uh, no, I don't think they do. <sighs> then it's no point. No point in watching that show. No. I, I think... I, I, honestly, like, if I had Nickelodeon, I'd probably watch it with my kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're obviously in it for the nostalgia stuff. Or I'd be on the show with my kids. That'd always be the fun thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, just, uh, I just... I don't know. Like, I think it's regular Double Dare, where it's just the kids instead of family Double Dare. 
Oh, really? Okay. I guess I forgot that there was a difference. Right? Oh, and then there was, like, Super Duper Doggy Double Dare? Right, yeah, yeah. What was the Super other show that he had? Dare. What was the other show that Mark Summers hosted on Nickelodeon? Um, like, Double Dare-esque. Yeah, I, know, I can't remember. Um, I remember they had, like, a bunch of lockers they had to choose from. And, like, Beetlejuice would show up because it was all, like, done by Paramount, I think. Not the not the television channel, but, like, the studios or Universal Theaters or something like that. Whoever owned Beetlejuice, because I remember Beetlejuice showed up a couple of times. Wait a minute. All new Double Dare. It does have Mark Summers? At least in the pilot. Wow. No, he's he's there in the pilot, but he's not he's not the host. Uh he's just like the introduction kind of guy. He's the host passing the baton. Liza Koshi. Who looks familiar but I can't she's done a lot of uh Tyler Perry things. Anyway. Oh. Okay. Um I was gonna figure out this other show. Well, well let's see here. I gotta go way back to like the nineties. Um, what would you do? That might have been it. No, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of double dares. Yeah, it was a show that I think kept coming back. And this is just this generation's version of it. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be fun. I want to see some of it. Yeah. And then I'll probably decide it's it's way too young for me. But yeah. nostalgia for a minute. Yeah, yeah, That's I think that's the whole point. All right, so uh, some notable shows are returning. Uh, Preacher's coming back for another season. Preacher, is that the one based on the comic? Yep. Yeah, it was a little too. It was a little too graphic for me. It was a little too. Yeah. Uh, but season three's coming out. I guess good for those actors. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it does pretty well. Um, the ranch is coming back for another season. Yeah. Uh, and it takes place here in Colorado. Okay. I don't know it's anything got, about it other than the fact that it's returning. Well, it's got Sam Elliott, it's got Ashton Kutcher, and uh, Danny, whatever his face. The guy that played Hyde on that 70s show. Okay. Um, so it's basically are, that 70s show on a ranch? Not quite. It does have a whole like laugh track kind of a thing. It's a, it's a studio thing. Um, it's okay. It's like a, it's a raunchy... R-rated television series on Netflix. Okay. I know my dad watches it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's alright. I've watched the first few episodes of it, and it's it's okay. There there are a few laughable moments, but it's uh it's I don't know. It's it's one of those things that you can grow you can't really binge it, at least in my opinion, you can't. Okay. Uh Luke Cage season two 
Yeah, I'm excited for this. I really liked Luke Cage season one. I think it's my most. I think it's my favorite of all of the of all of the Netflix Marvel superhero television series. Okay. It is. It is at the top. I, yeah. I'm just surprised these are still happening. Well, I think they're going to probably keep happening because they're contracted out already. I think this will probably be the last season of it. Yeah, probably. And then there's supposed to be another season of, uh, I think, Punisher, maybe. Maybe. And then that's about it, I think. I think maybe Daredevil might get one more season to wrap up their stuff. But they're basically wrapping things up because Disney is like, we're going to want our shows back. Yeah. Or our characters back. Because they won't continue on with that. I just, I don't like the idea of that. Um, a show that I'm actually excited for also is coming back to Netflix, Glow. Yep. I haven't watched any of that, though. I feel like it's, I need to, but... It's it's really good. It's really well done. It's really funny. Um, it's a good story. Um, really talented actresses. It's got... Uh, What's-his-face? Mark Maron, I think. He's the notable male character. Um, but all in all, it's really good. I I... I highly recommend it. The first season was excellent. Okay. And it's uh, one of those ones where I'm not surprised. I'm like, I'm not like, oh, well, the first season was so good. That's all they really needed. It's like, no, no, no. The second season, yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm, I'm willing to see a second season of that. While, like, with Stranger Things, I, I thought the first season was so good that they should have just ended it there. And after seeing the second season, I, I still hold true that they should have just ended it with one. I uh, I don't know. Maybe I will talk back into watching some of that. Yeah. Well, and you get to see uh, what's her face. You get to see her naked. Um, uh, the chick from Community and Madden. Allison Brie. Yeah, Allison Brie. That's it. You get to see her naked. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a good selling point. It is. I know. <laughs> it's like first episode too. Okay, so I only have to watch one episode. Gotcha. You only have to watch one episode. That's right. In, in fact, if you're expecting more nudity, you really don't want to continue on with it then. Okay. Yeah. that's They, they blow their nudity clause with the very first episode, really. Oh, um, let's see here. Uh, also, there's the CBS show uh, Salvation is back. I just wanted to mention this because, like, the first season was all like, there's a meteor about to hit Earth and we got to do something about it. It's like in a matter of weeks. And, like, it played out over the summer, and I assumed, like, they were going to either fix it or not by the end of the summer. And, and apparently now there's a second season. So I don't know if there's another meteor or. <laughs> or it's after it hit, or it yeah. missed us, and now we're, you know, having to rebuild society after we collapsed it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to watch it. Like, the, the watching the first season was not bad. Like, I watched, like, an episode here and there. Yeah. And it was it was okay. Because, like, I don't know, there were, there were competing people trying to stop the asteroid and um, the meteor, the whatever. I don't know what the... An asteroid just floats. A meteor has a tail. No. No? Uh... uh... Let's see. A meteor is something that's coming into the atmosphere. And a meteorite is something that strikes the ground. 
an asteroid is made out of metal and a comet is made out of Comets have a ice. tail. Yeah, comets have tails because they evaporate. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's something coming. and uh, Probably an asteroid. Okay. Yeah. And they, they build ships out of triangles, and the, the triangles float around, and you, you go pew, 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 pew. Can you shoot through some rocks and up at them? No, there's not space invaders. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> you're going to have something about space. You might as well have it. Space invaders. Why haven't they made that into a movie yet? Didn't they? Well, they no. did uh, They did that Adam Sandler thing. Yeah, Pixel. Yeah, that doesn't count. We don't talk about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. uh, but why don't they just get a drilling team that drill for oil and send them into space with a nuke? With a nuke. And just have a soundtrack of nothing but Aerosmith. <laughs> I don't want to blow my heart. I don't want to fall asleep. That's the proper way to do it. And ooh, they, what they can do is they can send Batman and they can send John McClane and... Uh, John Coffey from The Green Mile and Steve Buscemi. Just Steve Buscemi, the actor. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just send these people up into space and just watch them get shit done. I'd watch that. Yeah. That, that'd be awesome to see like all these other characters. Like, like I want I to see that. Like some movie where... like. Or instead of like characters in the movie, they're 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 played as like the the characters, the from actors, other, other roles. Yeah, the other characters that they've played. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. And then you could have some actors that are playing multiple roles. You know, you could have uh, uh, Ben Affleck as Daredevil meeting Batman. <laughs> um. All right. Also, uh, Nailed It is back for another season. Yeah, and that's uh, like a flipping show, right? No, it's a cooking show. Cooking show. Yeah, it's a cooking show. That's it. it Nail always throws me off. It's like, that's a house show. Right. Okay, yeah, but it's like a bunch of awful cooks, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's... I uh, they give them a recipe and they say make this and and then it's all like looks like shit and they're all like nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I I watched uh, something like that. It's like the Great British Bake Off or something along those uh-huh. lines, where they give them just a recipe and I think it's just the ingredients. Okay. And they don't tell them cooking times. They don't tell them portions. They don't tell anything like technique or anything, and they're like. All right, make this, and then they get to make something of their own, and it's a really good show. But I don't know, Nailed It has just not struck me as something I need to watch. No, you haven't. Have you not watched any of it? No, none of it. You should watch like the first episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, on. ABC, more game show things. Is the Gong Show and Match Games back? Okay. Yeah, I, I liked both of those shows. 
don't know about the Gong Show. Still uh, got Mike Myers. Does it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The original, just... one the original one, I thought like it's like that actor is really trying to do an impression of Mike Myers doing an impression of other people, and it turned out it was Mike Myers wearing like a lot of prosthetics. It's like a character that he's created for the show. Huh. No. So is he coming back for it this this time? Is Yeah, this character is this character uh Mike actually Mike Myers, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's that's Mike Myers. Yeah, I guess I, I googled the name and it comes up as Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um same guy. Okay, good. Good to know. Um I haven't watched any of that to know that, so you know, we forgot to actually mention Arrested Development. It came out. We mentioned it last time. Oh, did we? Mm-hmm. Didn't it just drop, though? Mm. It came out on, like, the 5th? Oh, okay. Something like that. We we talked about it on our last show. Okay. I don't know. I don't feel the need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've not watched any of it, so that's that's a hard. It's it's a pass for me. I think I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's move on to some movies. Um, okay. Netflix has a couple movies coming. There's a uh, Brain on Fire. Which is uh, like a true story of this uh, girl who starts having headaches and like gets really sick, and they can't figure out what it is, and they they decide it's in her head, and they're like diagnosing her as like bipolar and schizophrenic and all this other stuff and. I guess in the end it turns out she has like an autoimmune disease or something, but like the doctors well, spoilers, are spoilers, like, dude. Come on. I don't know. But um it's I'm got, kinda interested in the other movie that's coming out. Do what? I'm kinda interested in the other movie that's coming out. Tau, I think uh-huh. it's how it's pronounced. T A U. Yeah. Um, and it's like a sci fi thriller uh about a woman who's like imprisoned in a smart house or something like that. Is she? And so she's got to, like, hack the computer to get out. Okay. I, I think so, unless we're talking about two different towels. Uh, I kind of watched the trailer and I don't remember it. Okay. Held captive. I've not seen any trailers for it or anything. I just, I'm aware of it. Be exploited in a fatal experiment. The only thing standing in the way of her freedom is Tao, the artificial intelligence developed by secret by in secret by Alex, her masochistic and enigmatic captor. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. I think it's got like Gary Oldman in it. Um, it does. He yeah. plays Tao. Nice, nice. I, I like that. I think that big actors like that have a very distinct voice. 
Um, I, I like it when they play like artificial intelligences, like Kevin Spacey in the Moon. Um, uh, the guy that played Jarvis until he was no longer Jarvis. Yes, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany, that's it. Yeah. Um, but the girl that's uh, the girl that's being captive. She was the one that's. Uh, I think she was in It Follows, which was the sexually transmitted demon the STD movie. Um. Uh, yes, looks that way. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's it's a good concept. The concept of It Follows is um, there's a demon that will kill you unless you have sex with somebody, and then you transmit the, the curse onto them. But if the curse kills that person, then it comes back to the last person. Okay. But it comes very, very slowly, so it just follows you very, very slowly, and it changes its form, and only you can see it, but it can interact with the real world. It was a really good concept of the movie. It wasn't the best movie, but it's it, it, the, the original idea, I think, it gives, gives it enough for like some props. That, you know, Hey, yeah, people check this out because it's a really interesting idea. We need to support original concepts like that more, I think. Okay. But anyway, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for Tao. Yeah. Um, you've got me more excited about it than I was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, able to, I'm able to sell something every now and then. All right, actual movies that are coming out. Uh, Jurassic World comes out on Friday. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I liked uh, Jurassic... Uh, Jurassic World. Was it Jurassic World, the... Th- are they both Jurassic World? What's the, the new one's Jurassic World, uh, The Forgotten Kingdom? That's it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like the, I like Jurassic World. I thought that was pretty good. I still haven't seen it. Eh, it's it's alright. It's like the first three-fourths of it is good, and the last part is just meh. Okay. But all in all, it's, it's fun. It's a good Chris Pratt movie. I keep hearing reviews for the new one that say it's not as good as the original Jurassic World. And but then I was looking at like what's coming up after it as far as like box office stuff goes. And like the next two weeks are Sicario, uh Day of Soldado and Uncle Drew comes out that week as well. Yeah. And that's it. So I, I think Jurassic World's gonna roll through another week. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it'll hold out for at least a week and a half, two weeks. Um Cicero, I didn't see the first one of those, but I'm kind of interested in this one. And Josh Brolin is having an amazing summer. Yeah. I mean, him being Thanos, uh, he was also uh, Cable Cable. and Deadpool, and now in Cicero, he's like a main character in that. He's having a pretty busy summer. And um, And then Uncle Drew. Don't forget Uncle Drew. Yeah, which is a bunch of basketball players with old face makeup. Yeah. It looks amusing. Like, the thing is is that I always, like, I'll watch those videos on, like, Facebook or YouTube of, like, old man schools young people, and they'll have, like, an old man, like, bench pressing 150 million pounds, or, like, a guy playing soccer, and he's, like, 85, and he's, like, totally owning these kids, or, like, doing parkour. And it turns out it's just a 20-something... With old face makeup, and right. it just it makes it a little less like it's it's a little less impressive. But 
I don't know. I think this the movie could be amusing. Um, who all is in this? Kyle Irving, Shaq. They're they are old players. <laughs> well, they are. They are, but they're not that old. They're yeah. not in their eighties or whatever. Right. Okay. So yeah. Did make it in the seventies or the eighties? I guess it'd have to be the eighties, right? Do what? Like it's a basketball team that didn't make it in the eighties, right? Maybe. And they come back out of retirement to to show these youngsters for some street ball tournament. What? Yeah, what it's all about. Um. Okay, you put down this peppermint movie. Yeah, I just saw. Uh, I saw a trailer for it in. Um, when I went and saw Upgrade this past week, and it's 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 starring Jennifer Gardner, and it's basically the concept of Death Wish, which bombed completely bad, uh, from uh, Bruce Willis. I think that's because they they did a lot of promotion for it in like November and then moved it to like April. I no, it's just it's just one of those things that it's not as good. But the thing is, is that because they're kind of gender swapping it, I think more people would go see this. Maybe. Although I don't know about the name Peppermint. It's it's an awful, awful name. I would not be surprised if they changed the name of the movie <laughs> before it comes out. Because it doesn't come out until September, so there's a lot of chances of change and concept change. But it's Jennifer Gardner, and she uh, like her family is killed in front of her in the, the between corrupt cops and corrupt judges and everything. Um nobody comes out and the people go free. And so she disappears and she trains. She comes back to her old neighborhood and she totally starts kicking ass and not taking names because they're dead. Is it, is it a, is it a gun thing though? Or is it a kicking ass in a fighting sort of way? I think that she shoots them. Okay. Like, I think, I think she trains so that she could probably take some of them in a hand fight. Okay. But I think that she just goes around just shooting them. Okay. And I just think that it's, I don't know, it's, it just, it's, it's very anti Latinx, because it's all about her taking out these gangbangers. Oh, okay. And she's just a white woman. Okay. And I don't know, it's just, I, I think, I think it's going to be a hard pass. Okay. Uh, that's why I wanted to tell you, so you wouldn't go see this movie. All right, I'm sure it'll come up again in September. When, or not. Or not. I'll just leave it off. Yeah. Here, I'll go ahead and delete it now. <laughs> All right, so uh, we should move on to what we're watching. Yeah. Since I don't, I don't have a whole lot here. Neither have I. But we could probably milk another 45 minutes out of this. All right, we're we're already like fifty five minutes in, so. All right, so let's wrap it up in five <laughs> minutes. Let's go. Okay. What you been watching, Joe? Uh, I uh. Too long. Let's saw, go on. <laughs> I went and saw Hotel Artemis last weekend. Yeah, was it good? It didn't do well in the box office. 
It did not. When I went, it was the Friday night eight ten showing, and there were like twenty people in this in the theater. I'm really surprised. I saw trailers. For, I haven't seen it yet, so I did not contribute. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, from the trailers and everything, it looks like a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, it was. I mean, do it know. was pretty good. Um, it's one of those movies like uh, it's kind of cool because like the. The ending, the credits, they're all just the they're all code names for the people. Like the the people are all named after the rooms in the hotel. Okay. Um. And uh, I don't know. But there's there's a lot of big names in it. Yeah, it's got Jodie Foster, um, David. What's her, What's his face? Um, Batista? Yes. Uh, it's got Jeff Goldblum. Uh-huh. At least a cameo of him. Yeah, he's in it for a bit. Okay. Um, and it's got other actors. It's got the the chick that played Gazelle in the uh, the Kingsman movie. Yeah, she's she's pretty hot. She's she's the assassin in that. She and is. It's got, it's got what is it? Charlie Day is that? Is he in it? Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, so it's it's got a it's got a good cast, and it struck me as kind of like uh, like the hotel and the John Wick universe, you know? Yeah. Like this is like the the inner city cheap version of it, though. Um. But like, uh, there's a there's a riot going on outside, and all this is happening inside the hotel, and and the hotel's all. Locked up because of the riot, and actually the hotel's all locked up because spoilers. But anyway, um, it's it's a pretty good movie, and uh, I, I wish it had done better at the box office last week because my my weekly fantasy movie league. I am doing terrible this season. I I invested a lot in Hotel Artemis as well. It's like, oh, this is so cheap. Why are they selling this so cheap? And it's like, oh, they knew something I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Not like Super Troopers where I was all like, Super Troopers is cheap and it's going to do awesome. And I just loaded up with Super Troopers. I thought it was going to do better too. Yeah. Um, I, saw, uh, I saw Upgrade. Yeah. And it was good. It's uh, it's an action movie. Uh, the concept is the guy uh, has this computer chip installed into his spine that allows him to do stuff, and it's is capable of taking over his body so that he could kick ass. Like it'll it'll do all the movements for him, and it's able to react a lot quicker than his slow human brain can do. And it's very violent. And I found out later on it's the people who did Saw one, two, and three. Okay. So they they got a lot of body horror in there in this action movie, and it's a decent action movie. It's there's no big surprises if you start watching it. Um, there's there's a couple of uh, twists, and it's not too surprising the twists. Although it did get me, I, I saw one twist and it does a double twist at the end, and the double twist got me. But I got the first twist, so I want to <laughs> just tell everybody out there that I got that. I also saw Ocean's Eight last week. Yeah, how was that? And it's it's okay. It's uh, I didn't know going in. I thought it was a remake, and it's actually a sequel. Yes. 
Um, it's uh, Sandra Bullock's character is actually Danny Ocean's sister, yes. and her name is like Danielle or something like that. Okay. It's 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 some it's her name is like D Ocean. I I just forget. Um, and it's it's a fun heist movie, but it doesn't quite feel like an Ocean's movie through and through. Um, there wasn't a lot of twists that happened like with the Ocean movies. Her name um, is Debbie. Debbie, that's it. Debbie Ocean. Um, but it's it's good. It's it's as good, if not better, than Ocean's Twelve and Thirteen. Okay. But I say Ocean's Eleven was a better movie. Yeah. But I mean, I think that as long as it did okay in the box office, they'll do a nine and a ten. Okay. I I, I can guarantee that. I um. Let's see here. Uh, Becca's been watching, and I watch rewatch the first season of Sense Eight. Okay. And there's I watched the first few episodes of that. There's 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 a lot of weird sex in it that is weird to me. <laughs> okay. And and I think, so I think you're just saying that you're a horrible human being. Do you know who doesn't deserve to exist in this day and age? No, there's like. I don't know, like psychic sex of like giant orgy of like eight people having sex with each other all at the same time. I, I didn't get that far in, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, come on, man. Quit thinking so far in the monogamy box. <laughs> well, I don't have any issues with non-monogamy. I just get a little confused when there's like eight bodies all piled on top of each other. I don't know. Anyway... Uh, uh, so more than the first season of Sense8, I haven't watched, Becca's been watching more than that. Um. So she likes the weird sex? Of course. Okay. Glad to know that Becca likes weird sex. That's going to be the title of the episode. Becca likes weird sex. I'm cool with that. Becca would kill Um, me. (laughs) I've been watching a few television shows, mostly Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've been rewatching the first season with Sarah. Uh-huh. And we've both been really enjoying that. She's she's been enjoying the show, getting really into it. Um, I, I finished watching Archer. So did I. And we totally called it. We did. Yeah, yeah. We. Uh, uh, I'm going to call spoilers here, uh, but uh, but yeah, it ends with Archer in space. And yeah. it strikes me as just like a complete knockoff of the Alien series. Too. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, through and through. Um, I'm actually disappointed that Krieger is not going to be like an alien, though. That, uh, he really, I really enjoyed him as a bird. It makes me wonder if they're actually going to do that or if they were just doing that for... Like a teaser? Effect. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they could actually end the series and it would probably be fine. I guess that's true, too. Um, but no, I, it's the only logical place for them to go now. Yeah, it's true. Like, um, I don't know. I like the idea of them, like, killing him off each season and reincarnating him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a fan theory that Archer dies in the very first episode of the season, and this is just his brain coping with death. Of this season? Oh no! The very first episode of Archer. Of Archer, 
Yeah. He dies at the end of that. Okay. And after that, it gets more and more absurd, and it's because his brain is just coping with the fact that he's dying. Okay. And I bet you, I, I, I would like to say it right now, that the series will end with him just dying as just like a spy. Like, it'll it'll circle back. Hmm. Maybe. Um, let's see here. I watched the movie The Skeleton Twins. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Bill Heater and Bill Heater uh, and Kristen Wiig. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. Is that any good? Uh, it's it's a it was okay. Yeah. Um, like uh, I don't know. Sorry, right. I I keep running into things that are coming out that are like from the writer of the Skeleton Twins. And I was yeah. like, I should probably see that movie then. So I watched that movie and, and it's okay. Um, like it's got some, some funny bits. It's got some serious bits. It's got some, uh, awkward bits that are kind of funny. It's got, it's, yeah, it's, it struck me as like a Bill Heater, Kristen Wiig movie, you know, yeah, like yeah. you just think of those two actors and the characters they usually play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I don't know why I never did see it, but it's, it's something that like, I don't know. It's one of those movies that I really like see like me sitting down and watching with Sarah. It's right up her alley, I think. Yeah. And just the fact that we've not really been watching many movies lately. And by lately, I mean the past year or two. Right. <laughs> uh, it's probably the reason why I didn't see that. There's a, there's a lot of like suicide references, which, uh, for me normally aren't okay, but I, I did all right. So, okay. But yeah, isn't the concept like Bill Heater's character tries to commit suicide or? Yeah, so it starts off with that and he uh, ends up uh, moving from L.A. to New York to live with his sister. Well, he gets his shit back together and things happen and I don't know. Yeah. Comedy and drama ensue. Yes. Um... I've been watching a couple of food shows. Ugly Delicious is one of them, and I've talked about it on this. And I don't know. I, I dislike the host, actually, with every episode that I watch. Okay. What's that I on? might stop watching it. What's that? What's that on? It's on Netflix. Okay. And, like, the first one strikes me as very much like a... It's like a mini-documentary. Like, it's a 45-minute or hour-long documentary about a type of food. Like, okay. the first one was about, like, pizza. Yeah, I remember you talking about this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just not getting... It's more about the cooks than it is about the food now. And so, I don't know. I'm not liking that. But I've been started watching Somebody Feed Phil, which is about Phil Rosenberg, I think his name, Rosenberg, something like that. It's the guy that created Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. And Everybody Loves Raymond is based on him and his brother and his family. And he goes around, and he's had a couple other shows about food, where he goes into other countries and he tries like the best of them all. And he just has this most—he's—he's he's an excellent host. And he's got a very expressive face, and he's very honest about the food. He's like, "Oh, this is awful. This is the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth." And you know, he'll say that like to the chef. <laughs> And, uh, but most of the time, you know, it's like really interesting locations, really interesting food and really cool people. And it's also on Netflix and it's really good. I highly recommend that. If you like, uh, travel shows. Oh. 
and it's got a really cool locations, really cool food. Okay. Um, anything else? Uh, I watched Universal Soldier recently, uh, the John Claude Van Damme movie, uh-huh. and it's it's aged all right. I okay. think. Um, like there's some parts that haven't aged well, but all in all, I think it's a it's still a solid action movie. So it's it's not necessarily a universal sort of movie. <laughs> no, it's not necessarily universal. No, but uh, but it's still good. It's still pretty good. Um. Okay. So, uh, I guess we can start to wrap things up here. Uh, no, normally we have space for what we're going to watch. Uh, Becca wants to see a movie this weekend. We'll probably we might go see a movie tomorrow. What should I go see? Um, I'm probably not going to see the Incredibles. Incredibles. It's probably going to be too busy. I don't know. You go late enough in the day. I don't. I don't do things on Sunday evenings because I work on Mondays. What? Yep. That's ridiculous. It's not like you're an old person. I'm an old. You're an old. Yep. Uh, Gotti, maybe. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, have you seen Hereditary yet? No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me too. Um, I mean, should we go see Ocean's Eight? Should we go see Tag? You think? You want to see? Yeah, Tag? probably Tag would probably be the funnest movie of the bunch. Um, Ocean State's fine. It's good. Um, but probably between the two, I'd probably say, having not seen Tag, you probably have more fun with Tag. Okay. It does look fun. Yeah. It's got a great cast. I mean, it couldn't be bad. Oh, I've been watching more uh, Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Forces of Evil? Yeah, is that good still? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I watched the first episode of it, so... Like, uh, I, I'm, like, almost done with season two, and, uh, it, um, like, it'll, uh, it has an overarching story that'll pop up, like, every couple episodes, and, and then it'll have, like, a, an episode here or there that, that are just silly Or there are some that like address the overarching story, but are just silly. I don't know. I get the feeling that's what Steven Universe does. Yeah, I think Steven Universe is uh, originally intended for like younger kids, and Star vs. the Force of Evil strikes me as like for slightly older kids. Yeah, like preteens and teens. Like I think that's the balance right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Steven Universe though is really beautiful. It's just an excellent show. Can't recommend that enough. It just makes your heart feel good. Okay. Um, you should have uh, you should have Becca leave you, and then you can watch uh, Action Point. Because that does not strike me as like a Becca show at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Becca actually ever seeing that. Um, I don't know. Have you seen A Quiet Place yet? No. It's good. It's it's almost out on video, though. It's been a while. Eh, in Nashville, I'm sure there's a theater somewhere that still has it. Yeah, that's probably true. I think they still have it at Hollywood. 
Yeah, having 27 screens, you got to fill them up. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, probably see tag. You're probably going to see tag. Yeah, you're probably right. That's where my money is. Maybe I'll go see that on Tuesday when popcorn is cheap. Yeah. Since we've been we've been burning through my rewards points, um, it's been like fifteen thousand points, and get a uh, a popcorn, a large popcorn, and a large soda for like three bucks. <laughs> yeah. But then we only get like we get like six thousand points per per visit, so it takes like two or three visits to get. Isn't it like a point a penny? Uh, I don't know. I think it's a point of penny. It might be for concessions. But, like, for the... For the tickets, I get, like, a thousand for the ticket, plus an extra bonus thousand um, for being a Diamond Pass member or whatever. And, yeah. And then, uh... And then an extra bonus thousand for, like, being, like, the first movie... Of the week or something, or because I think I get one thousand two hundred fifty-four or something like that. It's whatever the price of the ticket is. Okay. That's that's what I get every time I go because I I don't do concessions. Yeah, movie pass is just losing money like crazy on you. Oh yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be coming out with a family movie pass membership in the next month. I think we'll, that's a really good idea for them. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that prices out and and what. Because I think a things. lot of families would go see movies if they can get by seeing the movie for like. Because honestly, if I took Sarah and the kids, and we didn't have movie pass, it's at least what is that forty dollars in tickets, and then probably another twenty or thirty dollars in concessions. Yeah. So we, it's at least anywhere between a fifty and a seventy dollar night if we were to go see a movie as a family. That's a so lot of money. If if I could probably get that down to like twenty bucks, if they could actually work out a deal where they're also doing like concessions or something, like you get like a large popcorn and a large drink, and it costs like I don't know forty dollars a month or something. You go see like two movies, three movies a month. Mm-hmm. I could see that working out for them. I don't know. We'll see what they do. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let's wrap this up. As always, this is Media Monday Show. You can find us on Facebook. Uh huh. And uh, we can uh, MediaMondayShow.com or you can email us comments at uh, MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. Um, let's see here. Uh, you can look for our Media Mondays posts on Mondays. Yeah. Um, I guess you got to be friends with us on Facebook because I don't make those public. <laughs> um, but yeah, I assume it's just our friends who are listening anyway at this point. Yeah, probably. That and Harvey. Um, yeah. Thank you all for listening, and please uh, contribute. Just let us know what you're watching, and let us know what we should be watching. Yep. And uh, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.